Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in L.A. Now they're in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your your first show. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unk, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unk, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Here I am. Welcome to the show. It's the Nikki Glaser Podcast. Happy first day of the week for our show, everyone. It's Tuesday. It's not Tuesday to us. It's Monday night. Not going to lie to you guys. Um, originally thought I had a really busy day on Tuesday shooting Perfect Strangers 2. You guys know all about that. But we just got a text that I'm not due on set until like 2.15 or something yeah. crazy like that. So I'll get to sleep in a little bit, which I really need after today. Because let's be honest, I only got 17 <laughs> hours. Whoa. I repeat, 17 <laughs> hours of sleep. We got back from a. Is that a day. coma? What, at what point is it a coma? It's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, at I'm some not point, it's got to be a coma. I was w- walking to the car today after I. Sl- I didn't even set my alarm because I thought there's no way after going to bed at 6 p.m., I'm going to sleep until 12 noon when I have to be out getting. You go picking up. Picking up you guys. 
but I did. And I woke up to a call from you being like, hey, aren't you getting us? And I was like, and then you said, I will come get you. And so when I went out to go, I love your voice too, by when I call you and you're definitely sleep through something, you go, I'm sorry. I uh, like it. Just sounds like I woke you up at like three in the morning. Yeah. You know, like, it was like, you're like well, are the kids alive? Yeah. You know, you're like uh, coma, <laughs> coma, 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 well, coma, coma. So I remember walking <laughs> this morning. I walked out and I felt. Sometimes you sleep so much that you are more used to being dreaming than you are awake. And I thought. I had to do my test to see if my finger went through my hand to see if I was oh. in a dream or not, which I do. Last night was my first successful lucid dream where I put my finger through my hand. I tested in the dream. Am I dreaming? Put my finger through my hand. It went through my hand. I knew in the dream I was dreaming, and then I decided to go flying, and I went flying. Oh, And I, I kept having to do it because sometimes it wouldn't go through my hand. Airplane fly or human fly? Human flying. How's that? It was you use awesome. your arms or you just yeah levitate? I was I was almost like swimming like kind of riding a wave like okay. you kind of just let it take you and you go and I flew all over the goddamn place it was so fun <laughs> and it was it was something I've been like trying to do for a really long time um were you able to land I'm wondering because sometimes it's hard to land I closed my eyes at one point to just like feel the wind and see <laughs> that if I could just do it like and not think about it and I brush up into the grass at one point I hit the water at one point so I kept like falling and then I would have to redo my hand to make sure I was dreaming to be like no in a lucid dream you're supposed to be able to do whatever the fuck you want and I don't want to land so I kept redoing it was very interesting but I'm so excited to go to sleep tonight but it reminded me this morning when I was like is am I still in a dream of when I used to smoke so much weed I would start to feel high when I wasn't high because it was actually the it, I was spending more of my time high than I was not high, so that being not high felt like the special thing. That yeah. was like, whoa. <laughs> so today, when I was awake, it was the thing I do less of nowadays, and it felt like I was dreaming, if that makes any sense. No, it does. It I does. don't know how I did it. I mean, I don't know. I am not. Everyone goes, you needed it. Girl, I did not. I have not needed I have not been sleep deprived lately. I have not been going on like three hours of sleep. I've just. I've had a really normal sleep schedule and I couldn't get, I just, today I think I was depressed. I was definitely depressed today. I'm coming out of it a little bit, but um, yeah, I just, I think that when I don't I'm know, awake, it means that I'll have to do yeah. things that I'm, I'm letting people down constantly by not returning emails or looking at my special to send in the last edits and I don't want to do it. And if I'm awake, it just is the guilt of having to do it. And if I'm asleep, I don't have guilt. Why don't you just send the emails in the, in the dream? You know? Yeah, lucid, uh, yeah, lucid dream emails. that I'm reviewing my special and giving notes on it. That would be nice. That sucks when you wake up. Like, did you ever wake up for school and start getting ready? And then you, I, that would happen to me all the time as I was, I would get up and I would start packing for school and I would eat breakfast. And like I would on do a all the Saturday things. or something? No, just like when my mom would be like, Nikki, it's time to get up. And then I would go, yeah, just a little bit. And I'd go back to sleep. And then I would dream that I was getting up oh. and doing all of yeah. that stuff. And then I would wake up and I'd be like, oh my God, I have to go do it all over again. I, I have this that? thing where I, if I, when I wake up, I want my brain to be extremely active and like ready to go for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I think with like older age, like I'm like, why am I not? awake yet but when when you're younger and in high school i remember waking up because i have to wake up at 6 a.m i would be like a zombie until around 8 30 but you're still awake mm. but you're not questioning that you're a zo- zombie does that make <clears throat> sense 
I've never felt like, why am I not more awake when oh. I, after I wake up? What is that, I wonder? I don't know. I don't know. I just want my brain to feel like right and like, like I don't, I just don't want to feel like I'm in a fog. Maybe I'm like afraid of it. Right. Because I've done, I've had that happen a lot. Mm. Like where I just feel like because of my anxiety and shit, I can't like function as well as I want because yes. my brain is trying is to Is it depression though? Me. Like um, does it feel, do you feel sad foggy or do you just feel like you just can't like do math or wordle foggy? I was sad like a couple of days ago. I don't even know why. But mm. yeah, I, I mean, I'm definitely depressed at times, but I usually just get scared it's like that anxiousness. It's, it's usually anxious more than, like I'm too anxious to even be sad, if that makes sense. <laughs> like I'm like too like, <sighs> too like. And then do, when you're anxious, what is the, fe- what are you fearing? Well, I haven't had a full panic attack in a long time. I'm mm-hmm. getting off Zoloft, which, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was nervous about doing. I just feel like Zoloft, it did its thing. Like, I, I was on it for, what, two years? Mm-hmm. Two and a half years? Mm-hmm. Now I'm on Wellbutrin. So I was doing a combination of both. And I just, I feel like Zoloft put me a little bit, it, it numbed me out. Mm-hmm. Where, I like... You know, certain things will happen in my life, and I'll just kind of be like, "Oh man," you know. Like yeah, you're like not a, getting excited about stuff. But or, you're also not or, getting super sad. Yeah, I'm just not feeling you're feelings. Not emotional. Yeah, about and things. I kind of miss that. Yeah, even though <laughs> I don't even know if I felt them before. So I know <laughs> it is hard to see. It's so subtle what those drugs do to you that you don't really know. Like until you, you'll find out when you get off it. Well, you've gotten off it before. You've never experienced like the brain never, zaps or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like I never any noticed side effects. I just, you know, didn't want to kill myself as much when, when I was on, on them. Yeah, yeah. Like, but I can't describe like on a day to day how it changed my life. I was still like struggling with like I'm on stuff now, and I'm just. But what made you get off Zoloft like initially? Like, because I was fine and I don't need it anymore because it's fine. I'm fine. And the <laughs> reason I'm fine, fine is because, because I'm on Zoloft. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is the, that's what everyone does all the time, dude. I know. You're like, I don't need this. I'm great. And it's like, because you're on Zoloft, you dumb dumb. <laughs> but, you know, that takes a while to, but, I mean, I still fall prey to that kind of thinking a lot of times of like, oh, I'm. It's like when you work out a lot and eat healthy and you're like, I look great. I've got this. And you're like, I can let myself go. And it's like, no, you look great because you were doing the things that were right. It's not a sign that you're just good now. Like, mm-hmm. uh, there's a reason for those things. And it's because you were doing the, you know, making healthy choices. I, this morning though, I was just so like, I get, I get worried in the morning when I'm like this morning I woke up really depressed and was like, my the feeling I get of dread is that I'm going to have to fake like I'm happy and it's just going to be like running a marathon when he like running a marathon pretty much when I have to pretend like make jokes and like maybe talk to one of the network executives and they come in the room and I just want to sit in the makeup chair and just talk about how sad I am and I just have to be like I'm excited like that's the that's the shit. That's what I'm asking when you go. What do you like? If you're anxious, what are you? Are what are you, are you dreading something? Oh. And I, I'm filled with dread of having to be fake. Sometimes, if I'm going to be completely honest, I get anxious when you're in a bad mood mm-hmm. because, like the other day, like when we're doing writing stuff, like I know when I'm like pitching jokes when you're not 
feeling your best self, it doesn't feel good pitching because mm. you're not getting re- rewarded the oh, way you I want. I don't see anything. Nothing can be good. Literally, like I was saying, like n- when you're depressed, nothing there's nothing that will be like a positive thing. I know. Nothing. So, so as someone though that has to pitch to that person, it's like I get so it. Like, I'm I get, sorry. No, yes. no, but I'm not no, coming I at am you. Sorry. I'm not trying to be like it sucks. Again, I, I, you know, I think it's been great working with you, and I think like I'm not just saying that, but the jokes like we've come up with really funny shit this season on yes. Perfect Strangers. Yes, too. And <laughs> it's been very open, and I think you've ha- your days of like depression are very few and far between, yes. comparatively speaking. Yes. And but. so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. So I, I maybe there's a there's a way where we could go, obviously I'm not doing, doing well. Like you're like, I'm not doing that well today. I mean, I'm, I try to say that often. Yeah. But yeah, I guess I didn't the other day before we started pitching out on jokes. It's fine though. Like it is what it is. Like I'm not, I don't get like, I really like, I don't get emotional about. It. I just understand it, and I like. Yeah. I get it, and I empathize with it because it if sucks I had to, have to tiptoe around someone's fucking mood. I really. That's what I hate the most about it is like when I'm depressed. I just want to stay in all day. I don't want to yeah. be around people because Makes I sense. know that. Uh, I know that feeling too of someone being in a bad mood and you having to like tiptoe around. It fucking sucks, and I don't want to inflict that on other people. And sometimes you just have to show up at work, and and then the things. And honestly, when I'm depressed, it's just, it's wild. Like, you could be like, what about do- puppy dogs? I'd be like, they're stupid. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter. They're all going to get old and die. <laughs> like, literally give me anything. You could give me literally Taylor Swift music. Um, Uh-oh, shots fired. Like, I, I could find, I will find, yeah. ba- there's nothing you can say that will make me think, it's actually going to be okay. Nothing. And... It's just a shitty, it's just, it's just, it's like a brain, it's like a, um, a filter on your brain that you just cannot let in any good and nothing seems positive. There's no point to anything. I was really having that day today and it sucks because. But with your job, you can't hide. It's not, I mean, I know we can't, obviously people probably know what you're doing. I mean, they see. A lot of people don't. Oh, maybe not. The other night I was on Instagram live with our besties and people were like, what, can you tell us anything? And I'm like, (laughs) come on. Well, people thought your reality show in St. Louis was perfect strangers, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't blame them for not knowing. It's very cryptic. But But, I'm um, in a tropical location shooting a show that may or may not have. We're shooting Perfect Strangers 2. But imagine being depressed. Uh Imagine at home you're depressed Hmm. and your job is to put on and you're a woman or even a guy and you got to put on tight clothes. You got to put on three hours of makeup and you have to pretend to be the happiest person on it. Yeah. And interested in things that might not be the most fascinating to you in that moment. Yeah. But, but that's the the other thing is like, I, things couldn't be greater for me right now. And I feel, but if you were like, it's almost like you want something bad to happen to justify how sad you are. And like, nothing is bad right now for me. And I almost, you know, the other day I had a talk with someone who, uh, is a part of my team about a, a project I could work on that would like take my life to the next level in terms of fame and money and success and all that stuff. And it sounds like the greatest opportunity. And there's just so much, like if I would have had to do that job today, I don't think I would have been able to, I mean, I would have done it, but I want to be excited about doing things. And I'm just so scared about running into these days where I just can't find any happiness 
in or any reason to live. And the, literally the only reason I'm showing up and doing it is because I don't want to let other people down, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of people do on a day to day is like they get out of bed for their kids or their dog or their they got to go to work because then their kids won't be able to eat. Like you, you do live for other people, but I don't like to do that. I don't want to do that. And I don't, I, I'm so scared of having kids or any, I guess I think about having kids a lot or just a show where it's the big, it's the big, it's the big leagues. Like this is your chance to have this show that you could have the rest of your life. Yeah. If you fuck it up, it's done. It's like, am I in the right space to do that? But I, and I also was talking to you about it. Like, I'm also very scared of getting any more known because I just don't think I can take people hating me. And the more known you get, the more people hate you. And I just can't take it. I can't, I can't handle it. Especially if you're opinionated. It's just like, it's bound to happen. You're talking about like, you can be a famous actress and just do roles and people can like say they don't like you, but they don't really know you. I have no idea what uh, the McCarthy woman, I don't, I don't know one, I don't know one, one of her beliefs. Or anything about right. her. You know what I mean? I don't know what Cameron Diaz ever thought about fucking, you know, anything. Some actresses do come out and speak and then the, we hate them all. But like the other day I was just looking <laughs> like uh, Aubrey Plaza the other day. There was some blind item about her not being that nice. Don't know if it's true. Don't know anything about it. There was just some story that she's not uh, she's not fun to work with. Someone wrote that. And I read all the comments thinking, oh, they're they're going to fucking latch onto this like mm-hmm. like, you know, just what's it called when there's blood in the water and all the sharks come? I don't know. I just thought of like that's what people in Dumois, which I talked about before, these celebrity fanatics, they love a fault someone being a cunt and they get to tear apart a woman being a bad person. They fucking love it. Isn't that her whole character? <laughs> but I swear to God, they were all like, I don't believe it. Not yeah. her. There are certain women that just get a pass in this business because they're cool and everyone just deems them like they're cool. I could make a list right now, but I don't want to because it shows how insecure I am, but I'm not, I'm never, even though like I'm, I've made it, you know, like as much as it is, I've wanted to, and I've always wanted to do the stuff I'm doing. I will never be really cool. Like cool in the sense that the guys like you, the girls like you, everyone agrees you're cool. And there are just some female celebrities that get that pass. And I never will. I already haven't. There's people that really hate me. I mean, I feel this a million percent. It's just, it, and I just don't want it to, I know that more people will love me if it gets bigger, but I just, I don't even want to get any bigger than this. I don't want to get more famous. I, I really don't, but I do want more money so that I can survive the apocalypse and protect my family and, and help my family if they get sick and stuff and have money for that and, um, but I don't want to get any more famous because I don't want to have any, I don't want to have to read. I can't go on Twitter anymore. I used mm-hmm. to be able to go on Twitter and read my ads and now I can't anymore because there are people that hate me just as much as I hate myself that day saying exactly the thing that I am thinking about myself. Oh. And it's just, yeah. So you just, you just have to live in a bubble where you close yourself off to stuff or you get strong enough to not let it affect you. Well, guess what? That's day is not coming. And so I just don't even want, I'm scared about my HBO special coming out. I'm scared about this reality show coming out because I just don't want to read people's opinion about me ever, good or bad. I don't want anyone to have any opinions about me anymore. And it just sucks because, well, this is the way I'm feeling today, being feeling a little bit depressed, but it just, that's what I signed up for. Do you feel like, uh, how do I put like the idea of cool or whatever? Like, do you feel like if you put out a scripted series, right? That was like, 
dark comedy that I don't want to be cool to be honest because the cool girls are bullies and everyone's scared of them and yeah. I'm not saying Aubrey Plaza is this I'm just saying that the girls are bullies and they're mean and that's why everyone's nice to them because they know they're so mean and they'll get torn to shreds if you go after them and people know that I'm probably like the reason people are mean to me is because I'm nice and I and I'm sincere and I'm not this fake mean person that but all the girls that are like the cool yeah. girls that all the cool guys like and who get a pass any no matter what they do are are mean and so but do you think though and that no, there's i don't a certain kind of content do you yeah, you, you know what i'm there, saying though yeah, like but then i'll make I that feel like show so. and then i'll make another show and everyone will hate me yeah. or they'll they'll go no wait she's not cool remember when she did this thing yeah she's actually not cool and i don't want to be cool i'm just like i just i hate the hypocrisy of Everyone on Demois loving when so it comes out that someone's a cunt. And I kind of love it too because I'm like, good, their true colors are shown. And then and then at the second it's someone that they don't that they go, No, I wanna like her, they go, No, it's not true. It's like, no, I'm not saying this has nothing to do with Aubrey Plaza. It just was an interesting thing to me that I yeah. thought, oh my God, they're all gonna hate Aubrey Plaza now, whether or not she should be hated based on whether or not this is true, and whether or not you should even hate someone for being a cunt on set. Who cares? Like, I mean, the funny part is I couldn't spell Dumois, which just shows like, like. Well, you could. If you care- were, no, but I'm just it saying. Wrote like, about you, you would just call it Dux Moi. Yeah. Moi. Ole. You would call it Dukes Moi. <laughs> Call it circus. Now do you know what it is? It's D U X D E U X M O I. Point being is like Point Pueing. We all think everything's so fucking important. Yeah, it's everything's a small percentage of like no one knows. There's ninety nine percent of people might not know who Audrey Plaza. You know what I mean? Or like Yeah. Like none of this. What, no what one knows we, who I am. I'm not, like I and we're gonna be forgotten in thir- three generations. Yeah, that's what I read recently. Yeah. Three generations. Okay, let's name our great grandparents. Yeah, name. you name go first. One of your great grandparents' names. <laughs> no, can you name your great grandparents? My great grandparents. <laughs> their first name. You're no. not alone. Don't feel bad. <laughs> no one can. Can you name one? Uh, no. I can name one, Eugidius, but that's because my dad what? like burned it into my head. Oh. But I don't know what he did or what he looked like or what anything else about him. And my dad would be so sad for me to say that, but. What that tells you is you have eight great grandparents, and you—if you can't name one of them, then no one's going to be able to name you in eight in three yes. generations. Not that far, actually. And if you can name a great grandparent, that means you got a lot of teen pregnancies in your family, and you probably knew them. Oh, uh, that they were young—they yeah. were young enough, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I threw my baseball with my great grandparent. How old was he? Whenever they 26? have those ones, that's like yeah. five generations in one TikTok, and it's like mom, and then it's like mom, <laughs> yeah. and they all come in. I'm just like, these are just teen pregnancies. Don't, why are we celebrating? These are this? five mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, let's take a break and come back with more. Coming. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
you know, I have the podcast to really vent about stuff that's been bothering me. But even that, I can't say some of the stuff I need to sometimes. And there's certain things you just really can't tell anyone. And that's when you need a therapist. They're just there to listen. They can handle it. They've heard it all before. They can tolerate it. And that's why I love therapists. Don't think that you have to get through anything you're dealing with alone. That is not the way being a human works. You need to tell someone, please take this opportunity and check out BetterHelp because they will find you a therapist who will meet your needs. I've benefited so much from therapy of saying the darkest stuff I would never even say in the podcast. And I know you're like, wait a second, you leave dark stuff off the podcast? Yes, I, I get even darker if you can believe it. So if you're starting of thinking giving therapy a try, try through BetterHelp. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And it's online and you can leave your therapist at any point with no questions asked. So this is perfect for someone who's noncommittal, who's scared, um, who's never tried therapy before. Get whatever you've got off your chest. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Nikki Glazer today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Nikki Glazer. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does and it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time, you want it to look really good and you want it to like stand the test of time in terms of like fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year round. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E Quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Oh my God, you guys. I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good all right we're back let's get to the news andrew 
You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Hey, everybody. Hope you're having all the swells out there. It is Tuesday. You know what that means. It is Tuesday. Sure, we talked a lot about depression in the first part of this podcast. This part might be even more depressed. So let's We saw go. some whales yesterday. I know. I didn't see whale them sharks. because I swam too slow. Oh, they weren't whales. Slow. Sorry. They were sharks. They're fish. Whale the only sharks. whale I saw was in the mirror afterwards. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, I didn't get to see them because I didn't swim fast. enough. But I did they jump in. so fast. I did jump in. You did jump in. You tried. Thank you for doing that. I really appreciate it. We were all kind of like not feeling it. The drive was more intense. I got to say, the, sit- <laughs> the, 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 the guy getting eaten by the shark in Sydney... It's done a lot to my brain, I it's think. It's done a lot to mine as well. And I saw the unblurred video. Yeah, on Andrew, the way there. On the way there, I passed no. around the car. Yeah, it wasn't good. Um, yeah. Really sending a lot of warm wishes to anyone who witnessed that or has, you know, was that guy. What was his name again? Simon. Uh, si- yeah, Six Simon. Five. Um, any of his friends. Like any, Yeah, Nellist. Um, yeah, it was, it's grim. And but, I didn't Google if great whites were in the Baja Peninsula area, I but I Googled it afterwards and they were nowhere near where we were. Thank God. People but move. as soon as I dove in, I was thinking about <laughs> what, it, all I could think about it was if a great white hit me, like just, I just want to see it coming. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't. I just want them to get me on my ass. Oh, you don't want to see it coming? Nah, just get my ass. No, Noah, would you want to <laughs> see it coming or would you want it to just come out of nowhere? You know what? I don't like surprises, so I'd probably want to see it coming. Like when you're, I'm always scared of car accidents because I don't want it to happen just out of nowhere, like to get T-boned where you yeah. don't see it. That's so why I don't like sleeping in cars because I don't want to wake up to just like, I'm dying. I want to just go like, you know, when I was hit by a car in Manhattan, I thought I was going to die and I go, no, 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 no. Like at least I had, a, <laughs> I got to think, my life got to flash before my eyes. You know, I want to yep. see it. And I know that's worse to brace for a car accident yeah. than to just have it hit you willy-nilly, but I want to—I don't like what I don't know. That's very interesting to me that you would rather just have a shark come bite you out of the murky waters out of nowhere because sometimes when I'm flying in a plane, I go, I could die right now. Now, like if we hit a, an aircraft, let's say. Yes. Sometimes I'm just going, it would happen now, now. Like it could happen any second. It's just, you know, it's not gonna, there's not gonna be a warning if we would strike Would you rather that or fucking fall to the earth? Fall to the earth. I no just, way. I don't want to... I want to know when I'm about to die, even if it's really scary. I don't know. I guess part of it, though, is like you maybe could survive if it's like a sully situation. Yeah. Well, let's say it's imminent that I die oh. in both ones. I want a little bit of time. And even if I don't have time to like log on to Boingo What would Wi-Fi be your last and, thought? Like, what would you do? Like, let's say you have, I don't know. How long does it take a plane to crash? Uh, 30 anywhere seconds? Anywhere between that and fucking... 20 minutes sometimes oh, 20 minutes is way too long <laughs> i probably meditate a little bit um okay anyways but yeah back but yeah we actually had in a car we almost ran out of whatever that was we, the most thrilling part of we ran out of gas well i was driving drove a lot yesterday by the way like six hours yeah six hours That's, good job by the way whew. so we're coming back and there's very few sporadic towns with gas stations here in uh mexico and so uh, sporadic I drove past a small uh, town, seeing the gas, knowing I kind of knew it was, that it was that was the last it. chance to get last gas chance for gas. a while. Yep. <laughs> and then we're driving through. But the you desert. said nothing. You Nunca. said nothing. Nunca. And Actually, then we kept never. going, and, and Andrew, 
alerts us that he then goes, hey, um, Stephen, could you uh, Google <laughs> when the next uh, gas uh, station is? And then he looks at me. He's like, um, it'll be about 50 kilometers. And he's like, so like, what's that? <laughs> Give or take. Uh... So then he had a countdown for like when it ran out. In, oh. It was actually in kilometers. And um, it was 50 kilometers. And we were we saw we just were getting to a gas station just enough time. And then all of a sudden, the countdown of kilometers till it ran out just went blank. And we didn't know what the <gasps> fuck was going on. We didn't know if it was going to. So then we and just. we're in the desert, dude. Like dead. We're, we're going to become a cactus. We're not. It was, we're not that far from stuff. But it would have just been a We could have got hassle. an Uber, actually. It would have been a hassle. <laughs> a hassle, yeah. And I, oh, I would have called an Uber before we even. <laughs> went to a stop uh, we like, all know that story. uh yeah i will abandon you on the side of the road <laughs> real quick it's, uh so then we but it was just so thrilling to almost run out of gas it, like i was falling asleep like right before this all happened and i was just like how am i even gonna like stay awake for this conversation in the car like i don't want to sleep while andrew's driving i want to like support <laughs> him because i'm sure he wants to sleep too <laughs> And then all of a sudden we started running out of gas and I fucking loved it. It was so fun. You were, you responded in a way where I was like, I kind of want to run. Like, I don't, like, you were so cool about it that I was shocked. Yeah, because I was, I've never run out of gas before. So I've never happier. been in a car that's run out of gas. Uh, I was like, this will be a first. I need, have you ever run out of gas before, Noah? That's actually like one of my biggest fears with driving. So I always make sure I have enough gas. Why, what's what's your fear about it? What's gonna but happen? I just get like stuck and I won't have any cell phone service and mm. then I'd just be on the and side of the road. To, yeah, live Get there. murdered. Yeah, murder. It always ends in murder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was just nervous about it taking a lot of time and us just like floundering with what oh. to do. But um, no, I was kind of, it's, it, you just feel stupid when you run out of gas because it's just a very preventable thing and you just, it's just... It's not like your fucking carburetor overheating or whatever those things do. This is just you saw it coming yeah, and you I saw thought the you town. Could, yeah, kept going. Um, but we made it, and it was funny. Right as we were pulling up to the gas station, which is a great move. Anyone <laughs> who's fun. in a car running out of gas with someone, right as you see the gas station, start acting like your car's running out of gas, and everyone goes, "No way!" And we all start. <laughs> so Andrew starts stopping, like, "Oh god, oh and fuck, it, dude, it fucking is! Oh shit!" And it was just far enough that it would have been we could see the gas station, but it would have been so annoying to have to walk over there. <laughs> And he was just tricking us. It was pretty good. Okay, let's get to the news. By the way, gas here, $1. $1. A gallon. $1. It's fucking nineteen eighty four prices. I don't know what's going on. Because it's what, the book, 1984. The embargoes or something. The U.S. Goddamn embargo. Sorry, Noah. What First are the stories? Oh, yeah. Yeah, news, Noah. Want, oh, look at him stories? relaxing. Yeah. No, I'm getting a cramp. Mm. <laughs> From what? All that swimming yesterday? My goatee's winning. I'm not used oh, to this yeah. kind of weight. Andrew has a goatee, everyone. Yeah, we need to discuss the goatee. That's the first I think news that's like story. the first headline. Okay. Well, uh, I, sh- I was trying to line up my beard, and now I uh, look like I went into the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> it is a, it's an interesting look. It's not a bad look. Why is that a bad... Why are goatees worse than anything else? Well, it becomes with age, I think. I think as a man... Around fifty, you could start wearing a goatee, or fi- or like eighteen. But I think it's the greatest of all timey. The goatee? No, like goat. <laughs> I just like goat how it's a goatee, and just like here, goatee. Someone's like calling you a goatee. Oh, it's a little goatee, and someone goes a goatee. It's kind of like, fun because you look like a goat, right? Like it's a billy goat, right? Especially That's what it's got to be named. Gray after. in it. 
but I kind of like it. It's fun. You know, I I usually grow my beard longer than shave the goatee, and it's too pronounced. This is a decent length. I might keep it. I might. All right, all it's right. very polarizing. I put a poll up, and it's uh, 48.52, yes to no. So okay. people are fucking... It's, it's it's splitting our nation. It really is. It's yeah. like Russia Ukraine or All right. something. Embargo. Uh, Noah, what's the first news story? Okay, seventy percent of therapists had felt sexually attracted to a client at some point. Twenty five percent fantasized about having a romantic relationship. Whoa! Nevertheless, I like that. <laughs> oh, sorry. Very few therapists actually started a sexual relationship, and typically with only one client. Okay, so still, if they did it with one, yeah. it, they still did it. You know what I'm saying? Also, I yeah. love these 45% that have no imagination. You know what I mean? Like 70% want to fuck them, but only 25% fantasize. It's like, what are you, you know? Like, Wait a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, they don't want a relationship. They just want to fuck them. Fuck. Yeah, they just want to fuck. But 70%, I remember one time my friend Lizzie Cooperman told me that she was talking about, she had a male therapist and she was talking to him about oh, I sex and she heard him go, like she heard him <gasps> swallow no. and like breathe deeply. It was so <laughs> funny. Um, this actually is funny because it brings me to um, a stand-up clip that I saw um, on Reddit. Um, it's about a guy... It's this. I follow stand-up comedy on Reddit, mm-hmm. and there's always like these new comics posting clips. And I told you about this guy the other day. I was like, "This was such a funny joke. I really liked it." I don't. Oh, his name is what is his fucking name? Um, Spencer Cilio, Silio. S I L E O. He probably will. I hope someone, if you know him, tell him I'm talking about his clip. But this just made me laugh, and it was about exactly what we're talking about. And I literally told you this the other day. I like to watch what the up-and-comers are talking about, you know? Yeah, you got to stay on the beat. Stay on the beat. Stay in the street. Uh, Greenwich, I beat kids. there multiple beat, times. Beat kids. It's beat kids. <laughs> kids on the street. Kids on the beat. Beat kids. There's a, did Greenwich you Village is the club down the street from the cellar where people don't get into the cellar, and then they're like, this is the same thing. Yeah, so this guy is performing at the Greenwich Village Comedy Club, which Andrew didn't describe. He just said, oh, Greenwich. <laughs> Because he forgot that you couldn't see what he sees. Hey, man. Can we all? <laughs> Listen, Stevie Wonder. <laughs> How do you think he plays the piano? Okay. Okay. I started going to therapy for the first time recently. I, uh, I signed up for a free program because I didn't have health insurance. Nothing cool thing about me. <laughs> so I jumped into the Zoom right with a stranger because I didn't get to pick my therapist. So I get into the Zoom with a total stranger, and she's like this shockingly beautiful woman. And I was like, oh, I'm going to lie her. <laughs> lie to her. Yeah. Gonna be a lot of lies in this first session, I'll tell you that. <laughs> she can find out the rhythm on session three, but not me. Not first, you know? I am now like one small compliment away from falling in love with her at any moment. Like a couple weeks ago, she called me one of her most thoughtful clients, and I was like, are we doing this right now? <laughs> Are we doing this right now? Hey, right now? Okay. <laughs> I just yeah, like he's that. funny. I like his delivery too. I do too. I love the idea of like, I we. It's just there is sometimes that sexual tension between someone that uh, is not supposed to be like oh, it's like yeah. maybe a, a just a someone that you're not supposed to have that with, and just his thing of like 
She's like, you know, actually, you're one of my most thoughtful clients. He's like, Tamara, like, are we doing this right now? <laughs> yeah. This Zoom is so funny to me. Well, it's so funny, too, because, like, you can put these things, and that uh, the other person on the other side is com- could completely be business. You know? Like, yes. Like, oh, is this cop arresting me? Want to fuck? Although, like, no, they're arresting, like... Most of the time I felt attraction to someone that's like a physical attraction, like a sexual attraction. I trust that it's mutual because I'm not insane. Like I can't really feel that unless I'm getting it back. Like I I can look at a picture of a guy or see a guy and be like, oh, he's hot and be like, oh, I'd like to. But there's a certain feeling you have sometimes and I think it's the sign of it being mutual. Like there's... Maybe as a guy, if there's a little bit of flirting, a lot of times guys are like, well, women don't want to flirt with everyone, so mm-hmm. this is just me. And mm-hmm. you think like, oh, that's an opening, yeah, because women aren't usually nice to me or like whatever. So you think any little thing is flirting. And guys are going into therapy; they've never shared their feelings before. They're getting emotional. They're getting vulnerable. And so many times, I think that men can misinterpret emotional vulnerability with romance, and yeah. especially men who have never done this before with friends have never even said their thoughts. And this woman is empathetically listening. And being understanding and nurturing. I mean, I'm sure it's so erotic to them. I love this kid being like, in his first session, being like, so hard to deal with this $20 million trust fund and a 15-inch cock. I don't I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't know what to do. You should write him and tell him to do that. <laughs> as a bit. So the first session I was just talking about. Yeah, it's just yeah. fucking tough, dude. This girl is coming so much. So then, like, but like, you know how that is. She was a hot therapist too. I met on Zoom. Yeah. You know how that is. <laughs> I don't know that, that women want to hear that you only fuck hot therapists on Zoom. Oh, that's it would be not like good? more like, uh, no, I you know, know, I know, I'm just know. like a guy that's only into like, you know, I'm looking for the one. You know, it's just like it sucks, like having this big dick and no one to share with it. You yeah, know, like yeah, share it like with a and, big dick on a mega yacht is just tough. <laughs> it's like, is my dick that big or is? The yacht, not that big. I just don't know, you know. Um, I do think one of the hottest scenes ever was in The Departed when Leonardo DiCaprio goes to hang out with his ex-therapist. Oh, yeah. They this always is your favorite sex touch. scene, it's isn't the, it? It's yep. my favorite sex yep. scene of all time. And he goes and she goes, it's okay, you're not a client anymore. And then oh. it's like, it's fucking on. And he's so like so clo- closed up and like is, is just living yeah. a lie. And he's like this guy who's like, you know, obviously working for the mob and like trying to, or not. No, he's working against the mob, right? Isn't Leo the good one in that? He is the good one. Yeah. I do feel a, like yeah. he probably came. I That scene, he came in 25 seconds. He's so pent up. Oh my God. Don't you think? So he probably came really quick and then probably had sex again. Be like, whoa, yeah, he, he, that was wait, hot. He went again yeah. right away. <laughs> God, I want to know everything about that scene and if they did anything after it too. And if he put headphones actors. on and only did oh, doggy yeah, I style. I heard that he was a guy that listens to headphones when you have sex with him. That's yeah, kind of funny. He actually puts the disc man on her back. <laughs> <laughs> they had the skip, skip protection. <laughs> Sports right. mode. Uh, okay, next next story. Okay, so this was trending on uh, Twitter today. Shortest celebrity relationships you probably forgot as Kanye West and Julia Fox split. Oh, yeah, I, kn- I saw some of these, I think. Okay. Um, Zac Efron and Michelle Rodriguez. I didn't even know they, oh, that they did. Oh, That makes sense. How long was that? Uh, did it was they a say couple- to how long? It was, uh, I think... Uh, well, 
The following year, Michelle admitted she couldn't see herself with a single person more than six months. So I guess it was six months or less. Okay. Okay. Black Widow over here. I feel like six months is a decent amount of time, though. For celebrities? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. For anyone. That's true. How about uh, Taylor Swift and Tom Hiddleston? Oh, yeah, that was super quick. I mean, he was a getaway car, as uh, written about in The Getaway Car. She wanted to leave Calvin Harris, and she needed a reason. (laughs) He gave her a reason. And how long did she date him? Um, Uh, That was was a couple months, right? June to September. Yeah, that (sighs) old June to September romance. But she met his mom. There were paparazzi shots of... Her she with her his, mom his within mom, three months, like laughing, holding hands, and like he was wearing a shirt so that said "I love TS" when they went on a vacation with all her friends, July Fourth in Rhode Island. It was this whole thing, and he, I read this whole article that he or this interview he did for maybe GQ. I think you can look it up after they broke up and like kind of in in the wake of all of that and he was really devastated and still very much in love and a lot of people said it was just for show it was just like a publicity thing but the way that guy talked about her and like cried kind of talking about it and like not wanting to talk about it he was like a guy that was really brokenhearted, and it made me sad and also fucking horny for that guy <laughs> he's so emotional and he loved taylor swift as much as i do and i will say that i once held sustained eye contact with uh hiddleston oh where in like 2013 that's i think a longer at the mtv movie awards <laughs> 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 you saw it, it all you did it all it was so it was wait good. so what was the, was yeah, that details. when your vagina ripped in half it was at an after party for something it might not have been in the mtv movie awards but it was an after party for something and we caught each other's eye across the room like a really where it was just like, oh my God. Like, and I tried to kind of, I think I like tilted my head to be like, are you looking at me? And he just kind of tilted it. To, there was some confirmation that he was looking at me and it was so erotic. And I thought, oh, for sure he's going to come up and talk to me. And he never did, but it, it happened. So going to think about that tonight because I hadn't remembered that for a while. Spank, bang. <laughs> but uh, by the guy, I'm my lover, Chris, one time, he talked about this on the radio recently. So I feel okay saying it. He was... He used to work, he used to produce these big award shows. And one year they were doing that MTV movie t- or some kind of awards in um, iHeart, some kind of awards in Las Vegas. And Rihanna was warming up in one of the hotel rooms. All these different artists were in different hotel rooms. And each producer was meant to go check on them before the rehearsal. And she was warming up and she c- held sustained eye contact with him while she was warming up, singing a song for so long that other people in the room were like, went up to him afterwards to be like, what was that? Like other people witnessed it and it was real. And he, he literally thought like, Oh my God, rap party. This is on. And that's been, a but good, he didn't talk but, to her. No, that, oh. you know, he's not the type of person to, to do that. He's probably, he's, he likes a, he likes, a, well, I guess he, he does. Uh, I don't think, I don't think with Rihanna, you have the balls to ever go up and Who talk does? to her. No, I no. saw her one time at Bowery hotel and she, she's, Stunning. I mean, it's just like not even a human being. Yeah. Like, she came in. Also, the hat she was wearing was about seventeen inches high. Like, was you it can't one of those Pharrell hats? Yes. Like, at least you have something do? to talk to them about. I like your hat. You should peacock it. She'll be like, yeah. Wh- who has? Who doesn't? Wait. You're who def- else? Noah. Oh yeah. Sorry. I don't know. It's all good. Uh. Okay. Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande. 
I mean, that was huge. I felt like that was like six. It was a while. Yeah, it was. It was. It was enough time that it was. Man, they were all over each other. I loved that relationship so much. It was hot and heavy. Yeah, they were real chill about it. They were so into each other, and I remember shooting roast battle. I was a judge on that, and he was a guest celebrity judge on one episode, and she was in his trailer, and they were texting the entire time he was sitting next to me. He was texting her like nonstop. They're very like much in love, back and forth, and. Um, one time I was at the cellar and he brought her by just as I was leaving and my mom forgot her jacket or something. So I had to go back and get, my mom was with us that night. And when I went back in, Ariana and Pete were there at the table and I was looking for my mom's sweater and Ariana got up to like, look for it for me. I was like, I don't know where it could be. Wait a second. (laughs) Where is it? And she was like, here it is. And then Pete was like, this is Nikki, Ariana. This is like, he was very sweet and introduced me. It was really uh, a, a nice She's little a tiny person. And I also met Ariana when I did a sketch with her for Nikki and Sarah Live. She was hilarious. We did the sketch where we were trying to fire people on our show and we just didn't want to do it. So Sarah and I asked Ariana Grande if she could fire them <laughs> with her beautiful voice. So she'd be like, you've been cooking fish in the microwave a little too much and no one appreciates it. You're fired. And it was like, and then we were, Sarah and I would be like, yeah, you, you got to go. And they'd be like, but that was beautiful. It was really funny. So in, go, she's insanely go. talented. Yeah. She's so, yeah, she was great. She only wanted to be shot from one side of her face, though. Very, Off skirt? Yeah, only one side of her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but I don't blame I don't blame her for that. Just the girl knows her angles. I mean, I just, who tells someone that they're one side of her Like, how do you know that? She knows it. She's, she. I guess I. You know, I, mean, I don't know my good side. Whatever I have fans. Side, if, honestly. Okay, though. wait. Look that way, though. Like, look, look this. Way. Okay, that way, and then do the other way. No, you're pretty symmetrical. Let me see what you got. Let me I see. I know. Based oh, wait, on- don't tell me. Don't tell me. Okay. Well, you. Yeah, you like that. No, not this way. You like the other way. No, I like the other way. Oh, and then there we go. No, let's see. Oh, mine definitely. Noah's definitely. Different. She likes her the side that her hair is parted more. Yep. There's more hair on it. I like oh. this. No, I like this side. Oh, you do. Oh, let's see the other side. Oh, oh, you're trying to different. cover that side more. Okay, yeah. I get it. Mariah Carey is known for only liking one side of her face. Like she'll never, ever be seen on. Yeah. Well, I don't. There are a lot of women that I meet at meet and greets, and they go, "Wait, no, 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 no I have to stand on this side." I'm like, "Do you, girl?" I. I, I have no problem with someone knowing what they like about themselves and just knowing it and just... Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, let's take a break and come back with Why Do I Care? Hacks is back for season three and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Oh my God, you guys. I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Noah, why do I care? Why do I care? All right, let's see if you care about this one, Nikki. Hmm. Britney Spears oh. is set to release a tell-all yes. memoir. As she signed million? $15 million book deal. Red chicken, yellow chicken, blue chicken. Maybe it's a children's book. That doesn't seem like that much money, to be honest with you. I would have thought $50 million. 
Whoa, really? On, I mean, Britney Spears? Yeah, seriously. I would have thought 15, 15 million does not seem enough to me for her. I mean, g- good thing she got it. But when we're talking about Netflix specials going for 100 million, Spotify deal for Joe Rogan, 200 million. It wasn't 100 million, 200 million. 15 million is, and then when you go give that to your agents, to your, I mean, I bet now she's like, money seems more to her now because she never had access to it before. It would be so funny if she got like, like that Crichton guy. Maybe he's dead. I don't know. Michael Some, Crichton or like John Grisham. And it's like the most, like the best book anyone's ever read in their life. Like It'll the, definitely be <laughs> so good. I, I mean, I will definitely read it. I can't wait. I mean, it's gonna, I hope the world lasts long enough that we get it. These things take so much time. We'll probably get it in 2025 or 2024. So I guess, yeah, the faster she busted out, the less she probably actually wrote it, right? I definitely don't think she'll be right. She shouldn't have to. And honestly, I don't want to read a book. I want I want someone to like pull stuff out of her and put it in a way that's more readable than someone who was pulled out of school very early. She, I don't mean to say anything. Look, I've read her captions. I know this girl yeah. is not the easiest. It's not that I don't like her writing and what she says. It's not, e- there's a certain, people think that being a, quote unquote grammar Nazi is like you're just being pretentious it's just the way I yell at you about like make your photos less blurry with more light it's because it's just easier to look at and it's nicer to look at like grammar makes things easy to read Mm -hmm. in the way that they should be interpreted there's a reason we have grammar it's not to make people feel dumb it's so that so I hope that someone is helping her with that because I just want to be able to read it I don't. I'm More the opposite. I would love for her to just write the whole thing herself, in without and not one and exclamation marks and not one and second on draft. Senses. One ra- one draft. <laughs> I mean, that would if we're going that route. You're right. It would be and nice. then it would be fun. I would like you to go through it and redline it, and that would be really oh, fun to read God. too. Or or read it in this. Like I mean. I'm the the I wonder if she'll do her own book on tape. I'm guessing she will. But I wonder also if she wasn't allowed to do it until now, you know? Oh, absolutely. She wasn't able to say fucking anything. She was on such a lockdown. That's why she was having to give like secret um, codes. Yeah, codes and what she was wearing. And she would put like a little, like her, her straw hat would like spell help me and shit like that. Jesus. I don't think it really did. Oh. I think people were reading into it a little bit too much, but. Um, yeah, it's interesting when you she's think free someone's and everything's like fine now. having like so many layers and it's really like, no, they're like. There's no layers. I was just talking about that with Ellie Schnitt. I just did a um, called Taylor Talk. I did this podcast just now, and we what, were talking about or all of Taylor Swift's. Like, she wrote the song, and then years later, there's this other song that has allusions to it. It's like she was like preparing for us to see that later. On. It's like mm-hmm. all these things that were so thought through. And then I named my special something, and then I went back and watched my special after I named it that, and I saw that like I had. This name that I came up with that has nothing to do with the material, really. It's just based on like what analyze. Yeah, analyze, yeah. of course. Yeah. And I was going back through, and I was like, "Oh wow, I was say- I said all of these words at some point, not intentionally. It looks like I had- was plant. That looks like the title is like more thought through than it was, and I look more brilliant than I am. Oh yeah. But and a lot of times, as an artist or whatever, I can say that I am, or anyone can say that they are. You just use words a lot. And so maybe Taylor Swift wasn't putting an Easter egg of using the same kind of phrasing in this one song that she then called back to 15 years later. Maybe she just uses that phrase a lot, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people look for conspiracies within things that are just 
That's what it is. It was like yes. me early. What did I think I was had a conspiracy about? Oh, mm. the one the Kim Kardashian thing, where I think she got her she passed the bar, the baby bar, which mm. is allows you to go to law school. Mm-hmm. I feel like she might have gotten a yeah, you know, it took her three times, which makes it even more believable as a story. Yes. Like she kept coming back. Mm-hmm. Part of me thinks she got it because law schools. She want has more people want more them. people to go to law school. Anything what? she does, everyone's going to want. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, that's Cynic. not the craziest conspiracy. You didn't know the wordle the other day for the word tacit. But I got it right. But you didn't. You've never heard that word before. When I spelled it. I don't know how I knew it. I get I get like putting like it sounds like it would be a word. And you. Yeah. Saw it was maybe your only option at that point. And tacit means. Tacit means like it's implicit, but it's not specifically said. Like tacit agreement. We had a tacit agreement. It was never said, but like he knew what I was talking about. Ah. Like not. not, Is that lawyer jargon though? um, I'm sure it could be, but I know it's not specifically lawyer jargon. Lars jargon. Lars jargon. Um, (laughs) Let's get to Reddit dump. It's Tuesday. No, why do I care? Karaoke mode. That was it. This is your Reddit dump. Do you hear I actually squeal? laughed with the laugh. Uh, all uh, right, let's do Reddit dump today. Let me get to some of my saved Reddit things. Um, what are things Hollywood has tricked the general population into believing? This is Ask Reddit. This is interesting to read some of these. Um, paramedics are, someone said, paramedics are constantly running and pushing the stretcher into the ER at breakneck speed. <laughs> and doctors and nurses are always running alongside down the hallways. That's something I do think that happens. And if I went to the ER and was hauled in, if people weren't like, what are, what are her CTs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can yeah. I get an SRS yeah. or what? Well, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I yeah. just, I would be like, do they so not care about me? So that isn't what happens though? No. What does happen then? They just uh, get Oh, another thing people say, we're losing him. No one says that. <laughs> Once the patient is stable in their room, though everyone is in the hospital peers to turn out the lights and clock out for the night. Uh, oh, that's another one that people say. Uh, yeah, lights out because the entire staff is having sex in the on-call room. Seriously, though, lots of patients think night nurses get to sleep. It's hilarious. Um, yeah. Another thing people believe is that L.A. is clean and Hollywood is glamorous. L.A. is not clean and Hollywood, the neighborhood, has some of the worst homelessness, homelessness. And after leaving a show on Sunday, I nearly walked through piss streaming downhill right off Hollywood Boulevard. That's obviously a comedian leaving Supernova which is a great show to go to, but you will see it's on Hollywood's like walk of fame. Yeah. But you might slip and shit as you're walking from your Uber to it. You're not going to get hurt unless you slip and fall real hard. But that shit, that guy might have been on ER. uh, Someone said another thing that Hollywood (laughs) has convinced us of is you can outrun a giant explosion. (laughs) That CPR brings back anybody back to life no matter what happened to them. I've actually listened to a podcast that said CPR is more often than not like a dangerous thing to do to someone and CPR rarely works like rarely that guy that fell in, in Florida. Remember that guy? Oh yeah. They tried to give him CPR and I don't know if you give CPR to a head injury. I don't. Yeah. That's right. Not the right I thing. would try it, but I, I know that it doesn't work. I, I listened to this podcast. I forget the stats on it, but it was alarming how often it doesn't work and how people think it works. A lot of guys just want to make out. Yeah, that's probably it. Knocking people out with a blow to the skull or jaw is a harmless way to tempor- temporarily incapacitate. 
Uh, someone said, any blow to the head that renders you unconscious is quite serious. If you're unconscious for more than about a minute, the chances of you ever waking up start to go down drastically the longer it takes. Whoa. That makes sense. What about um, cutting turns really fast? <laughs> yes. Or dr- being able to drive, when you drive, the wheel is constantly going like this, is moving back and forth. Side side, yeah. When people fake drive, it's just, keep it steady. Yeah, you yeah, don't need yeah, to do that back yeah. and forth. It's so weird. Also, getting shot and dying, like in movies, they die right away, but really in real life, it's like, uh, uh, like they're still breathing for a while, and like actually still standing up. Ah, that is good. Um, the helicopters can sneak up out of nowhere. <laughs> the fire alarm pull station setting off the sprinkler system mm-hmm. that missiles RPG rounds are slow and easily dodgeable by a human RPG rounds fly at 300 miles per hour or per second. You are not dodging that. Um, yeah, these were just funny to read. What uh, movie does someone dodge in our, like, like in their car or like as a, like a person? Um, I'm trying to think what I feel like when people are like, oh, oh, like they're not dodging it, but they're just like, I do hate when the main character gets shot at like 700 times and just never gets hit. And then he gets like, he just turns around and like born identity or something. I was reading all about Columbine the other night. I went down a real weird Columbine wormhole. This is why you were depressed. Yeah, this was other night. And some uh, guy got shot like eight times and, and survived. And there are other people that just got shot once in the wrong place. And this guy got shot in the head, all these different places. And there are people like in wheelchairs and like all fucked up that were at Columbine that are like walking among us. And like you forget that there were so many people that like survived it. Let like And did you know, sorry to go Columbine on you. But did you know that they <laughs> Columbine was the result of a failed bombing? Wait, I thought we were doing a deep dive into Columbine. No. We were doing Elizabeth Smart, I think, at some point. But Columbine, they meant to, they put out all of these bombs and they were going to bomb the cafeteria when it was at the most crowded time at 11 o'clock. The bombs didn't detonate. What they were going to do was pick off people as they tried to escape with their guns. And when the bombs didn't explode, they just panicked and went in. And really, the whole time, they talk about how a lot of the people that witnessed these guys running around were really anxious and agitated and like pissed off that the bobs didn't go off and feeling like failures. It's very interesting. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. You think you know everything about these things and then you go in a YouTube wormhole and what some What was kid- for lunch that day, I wonder? <sighs> All right. So let's go <laughs> to the next one. <laughs> uh, uh, let's go to the first video I sent you, Noah. I think, I don't know where it is because it's deep in my Joe. feed. Slop, I got sloppy it. Joe. Thank you. Sloppy Joe. Oh, this is one of those really fun um, uh, Laurel and Yannies. Ooh. You know, where... Yeah, um, I love So it those. says, this is in Black Magic Fuckery, the subreddit, Black Magic Fuckery. And it says, is Grover from Sesame Street using profanity or not? It's the same clip. There's one clip. There's nothing else. I'm going to play it. I'm going to put the text there. Whichever one you read is the one you're going to hear, most likely. So here we go. Okay, stop it. Move the camera! Yes! So... You're either going to hear, yes, yes, that's a fucking excellent idea, or yes, yes, that sounds like an excellent idea. All right, let's do it again. Let's see what you hear. Move the camera! Yes! Yes, that's a fucking excellent idea! Move the camera! Yes! Yes, that's a fucking excellent idea! Move the camera! Yes! Yes, that's a fucking excellent idea! <gasps> <laughs> it I works! Mean, I definitely but- hear fucking. But then look at look at the, the look at the bottom one next time it plays. Okay. Because he has it written out, and if you're looking at, it sounds like an excellent idea. You hear it. Depends on which one you're looking at. 
Okay. So look at the def- bottom one. I would add my eyes closed. I heard fucking. No, no. Idea. Just look at excellent idea though. Okay. The bottom one. Okay. 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 Got Do you hear it now? Yes, yes, that sounds like an excellent idea. Whoa. Even when I'm reading an excellent idea, the bottom one, I still hear fuck. I I hear whatever one I'm reading. It's amazing. Okay, yeah. Not me. I I still hear fuck. Weird. That makes me question like everything Everything. that I... Believe when I see it's you know? nuts because you just go you just you got to watch it because when you go back and forth it is whatever you're reading. I wonder why it didn't work for me. Now I feel like I'm stupid, but no, it's like your brain. I think it's that other thing Maybe of like smart. when we were talking about memory and how your brain fills in. Like if you see a picture of yourself that's photoshopped into a hot air balloon, you just paint a memory of it happening like your brain tries to make sense of things so if you're reading something that says that's a fucking excellent idea your brain is just naturally gonna hear that more so than what it is um let's go to the next video noah oh my god i'm cramping you're cramping yeah did you ever run in like pre in in in, no uh phys ed and get a cramp I know. I'm not someone who cramps up that much. Oh, yeah. Okay, this one is about the French language, right, Noah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is another one that's uh, from Damn That's Interesting, and it says the French French language has many words that sound similar. And this was fun to me. So much. Don't. You. Don't. Time. (laughs) Don't. Attempted. Don't. Stretch. (laughs) Don't. Horse fly. Don't. Ant. Don't. As much. Wait, your tempting ant is spending your time so much. You have so many horse flies in your tent. Sounds like the thong song. Doesn't it? Oh my God, yes. Dude, that is fuck. I was hoping they were going to do that. At the end? Yeah, Yeah. I was really hoping they were going to do a full set. That is hilarious. It reminds me of Buffalo. Buffalo, 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 Buffalo. Yes. You know, that that makes a sentence. When we saw what's his name on the wall and we thought he was from there. Um, Tolkien or something. I, I love that. There's a ton. She had ton 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 ton. Yeah, that one was good. This is one I found on interesting as fuck, and it's the iconic ringtone from Nokia. Nokia's line of cell phones is actually based on a Spanish guitar piece by Francisco Tarrega called Gran Val, written in 1902, and it's like this old man playing a, a fucking. And it's just so funny to hear Ray talking about this. Yeah, he does. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that funny? I love shit like that. No, I do too. I just can't remember to know. Fuck. Right? No, I've had a lot of Nokia phones. I just can't I don't I can't place the the sound. I'm mad. You just heard it. Yeah, wait, hold on. How do you know? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah? I'm saying it I says, know I'm hearing it right now. Right. I'm saying I can't place it from 
a phone. 15, 20 years ago. You can't know what that phone sounded like. Yes. They play, that's in all the movies whenever like someone's trying to hide from someone and then the phone goes off yes. and like gives away their location. It's always that ringtone. Oh, I thought it was that guy playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I just loved that. I just, I like when things that you're like, oh, that's where it came from. Like, how could that come from that? Did you ever have a, hey, what's up? It's fucking. Oh no, those little like. Yeah. My stepbrother loved those. Those were so cool. Um, okay, there is, uh, okay, um, one of the house in New Orleans. No, don't do that. <laughs> but you did say it. There exactly. is, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> let me see. What is one fear you have that most people would, that would be considered stupid by most people? This is an ask Reddit. Okay. Someone said toilet snakes. Thanks, Stephen King. Oh, yeah. Um, mine is. Two lane highways and centipedes and fat men on diving boards, as we all know. Um, someone said swimming in a lake or in the ocean without being able to see the ground. Hell yes. I was bit slash cut by something once. And since then, it's a fear I just can't control. I was I was still go and do it, though, because I hate it when people tell me what to do, even when that's myself. It sucks being scared of something and knowing that you have to like lie about why you're scared. We talked about this the other yeah. day. I um, mean, I was afraid of knives forever after getting stabbed. Just not like any knife anywhere. Any knife. But you got stabbed, so rightfully so. Yeah. yeah, so it wasn't like butter knives and stuff though, or like even like would you use a knife when you would cut things? Yeah, I could, but if anyone had one around me, I really did, I guess had I bet knife you PTSD. had definitely yeah. PTSD. Yeah. Someone said I'm scared that when I'm driving anywhere late at night and the roads are clear, I'll be struck by one of those land speed record vehicles. Oh, God. That's such an interesting specific fear, but now I'm kind of scared because it, it it would be out of nowhere. <laughs> it's such a fra- funny thing to like. It's like set up oh to break. So but think weird. about this: they're trying to break the sound barrier. Yeah, someone has to and be you're doing just driving a your Book Civic around the yes. desert. <laughs> so, well, someone says they they closed it out, which is so weird because we were just talking about this. I'd be afraid it would come out of nowhere and I wouldn't see it coming. That yeah. is my biggest fear. I just wow. don't want things to come out of nowhere. I really did. You know this, or did no. it come around? You know what I mean? That yes. also came. Someone said cotton balls. We're not alone. Final thought. Um, someone said, I can't sleep with my desk chair facing my bed. I have to get up, turn on a light, face it away from me, and then I can't go back to bed. I get ir- irrationally afraid that I'm going to turn over or blink and look at it, and someone is going to be sitting in it watching Ooh, me sleep. No idea that. where this fear came from. Well, I think a chair on its own can look like it. Someone like. Oh, Yeah. I saw a lamp the other day that looked like a part. Like, yeah, that fear that runs through you even for a split second in the same amount of time it takes for your toe to get stubbed and for you to feel the pain that that amount of time that you think you're going to die. And then you realize what it is that that the the body remembers pain that that little moment (laughs) has a little notch in your brain that affects you. I saw that ghost that one time I threw a pillow at it. Oh, right. Get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. Like you'd make oh, that voice. Dude. Like. I'm not even going to say it, but I follow ghosts on oh, subreddits. Boy. And if you go to their, like, you can sort the posts by like most popular or most controversial or top posts. One time I went to like the best posts on ghosts because they're always posting like this. Post on ghosts. They're posting like there's this, um, you know, my, my ring camera caught these orbs and it's all yeah. dumb, but there were some on those top posts that's like, 
And pe- I remember looking at one going, what's the big deal in here? And I went to the comments and they were like, oh my God, when you see it. And I used to follow a subreddit called when you see it. And it would be scary things that you can't see until some part of the, f- you are suddenly see this guy looking at you in a window or something. Just I can't fucking eyes. take that. No. So I, I want to, in the I want to someday when we're all hanging out, give you those ghost things to see. Because I'm too scared to look at them. The one thing that's nice about living in an apartment, like there's never going to be someone just two eyes outside your window. And if there is on the 10th floor. They're floating. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Well, that's what the thing about ghosts is they defy lo- physics. But a ghost is never, again, we've talked about this. They are hurting you. They fucking might throw a plate. I know, but that's still scary to some people. Oh, no, I'd be scared shitless. And some people have said that they've been like hurt by ghosts. Really? No, what's an irrational fear that you have often? Birds. Um, yeah, I guess birds, but like even more irrational than that is just that like while I'm driving, my car's just going to blow up. That's so weird because I was about to share one thing on Reddit that said one of the Hollywood things that people have convinced them of is that cars are like combustible <laughs> just from like all they need to do is be like hit by another car and they'll explode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, how often do you think of that? Um, just like sometimes if I'm if I just kind of like get lost in thoughts while I'm driving. Right. And that that. The what about the hood coming up? Why does no one get scared of that? Because you would be blinded. <laughs> oh it would suck God. so much. That's that so like, true. We should all be scared of that more often. Well, it's wild that like you could look at your car and there could be nineteen engines on. Or I'm sorry, nineteen engine lights on. Right. And you'll just keep rolling yeah, down yeah. the highway. Oh, yeah. But if that was on a plane, you know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. anywhere else, you're just like that's why you that's, could have like tire pressure, fucking light, you know everything. Oh, and you're just yeah. like. Oh, no, it's fine. Well, that's why someone the other day in an ELI 5 explained, like I'm 5, said, why are planes so old? Why are we on planes that were around in the 70s that have like, you know, ashtrays? And it's because they're so well maintained that if we treated cars like that and checked them every day before they went out and they were completely scanned and every part was replaced with a better part, that we, they would be The shell is solid. Yeah. Those planes are fucking solid, but it's because we take such good care of them. Someone I'd rather said, be on an old plane than a new, like, old dish plane. Someone said this one made me laugh of uh, irrational fears. In all caps, dead fish, ugly motherfuckers, unblinking eyes, always staring. <laughs> what about bird ears? Oh, yeah, Andrew. <sighs> bird ears are so gross. They're just no one holes. knows. I don't like it. I no know. one knows about these things. Birds can certainly hear. That Why are they chirping? Who are they chirping to? I'm just saying people don't know that. I would say right in to us if you knew birds had ears. And then type in bird ears and I get ready about to people's irrational fears. No. Yeah. They're disgusting. Any kind of, if my sister and I used to get disgusted, it's called tryptophobia, trip, trick, tripophobia. And then when you eat too much turkey. That's tryptophan. Yeah. It's when they're too little, they're holes in little, like things too close together, like holes close together. Tripophobia. T R Y P F O B I A. My mom has it too. Like certain corals, there's little holes that are too close together and it makes you sick. Like if you um, saw Swiss cheese and there were two holes. No, no, off. no. Swiss cheese is okay because they're scattered. It's when they're all together. <laughs> That's what I'm saying though. But if they were together. It's oh, kind of reminiscent oh, of like rotting tissue. Yeah. Okay. It's got to be a cluster of holes. Like, let me type it in. Let yeah. I want to see an example of this. Oh, if you go to it on like I, my mom literally will How vomit. How did this come up? Because uh, your mom was afraid and then she showed I've you? Always, I've been grossed out by it. My sister and I used to get grossed out. My, my bird kiwi used to, when he would molt, these little tubes of fresh feathers would start poking oh, out of his go. hair. And it would be so gross. Let's see. This is trypophobia. Oh, okay. I get that. Holes like that. What do you close got, together? Noah? Let's see what you got. Because that didn't... 
Like this? Really? Okay, that's terrible. Oh, okay, oh, that's... Oh, that one right there is the worst. Are these real things, though? It's it's just reminiscent of rotting flesh, and so you're... Some no, people, but is this real photos? Or is no, this, those are, those are oh, definitely... okay. But there are One pictures. looks kind of like a kumquat or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's, there's definitely kumquats on there, but there's like strawberries, sometimes just zoomed in pictures of strawberries, or even pores with like little white heads. No, whatever that so was, gross. was horrendous. It's horrible. Yeah, I get that. But that's a real fear. That people have. I mean, lizards, obviously, everyone knows, not a fan. Yeah, you're definitely scared of lizards. Um, um, centipedes, any kind of wiggly thing that doesn't, uh, any kind of insect that doesn't have a plan, I don't like. Don't fucking throw a tarantula on my shoulder and laugh about it. Fuck you. I don't like that either because you often swat it away and then injure it. I don't want to talk about it, but the other day I killed, I was, I participated in the death of a bee. Yeah. <sighs> I honestly was really, really upset about my part to play in that because I never kill bees. Bees do not sting you if they if you don't swat at them. They just like people always freak out about bees. I really it bothers me a lot. And I swatted this bee away because one of our cast members on Perfect Strangers Two was. But scared. have you ever been stung by a bee? Yes. Okay. It hurts, but also they're not going to sting you if you're not threatening them. A I'm bee is saying. not going to land on you and sting you. That's just not going to happen unless you're like going, ah, ah, like But they being, sting people all the time. Because people freak out. Yeah. If you just stay normal, they're not, they're just looking for pollen. They're not looking to sting you. That means they die if they sting you. Okay. So you saw, oh yeah, someone swatted a bee and then you stepped on and it. And I, no. To get it out of its misery, I did no? not step on it. Oh, I thought you did. I, on Perfect Strangers 2, had a wand <laughs> that I was using as a microphone a long, like, kind of Price is Right microphone. And this girl was getting scared of one of the bees, so I swatted the bee away just to, like, hit it and to knock it away from us. And I hit it perfectly, but it went right into the ground in front of another cast member who then stomped it to death. And I was so, so sad. Because so it wasn't it just, up. like, a bee. It was, it like, a bumble. Yeah. It was, like, it had some weight to it. It was, like, the weight of a, oh. a fucking hummingbird. And then I, it was definitely killed, but it was still, it was like on its way out, but it was suffering. And so I stomped it to death to actually finish it off so that it wouldn't suffer. And then, it, you know, and then I took it and buried it. And I said, yeah, I'm sorry. Unlike to the it. movies, bees don't die when you, on one stomp. A lot of people think it's one stomp. Yeah. Oh, no. no you got to. You got to step on it six oh or God. seven times. I, yeah, I. Um, I hate when, you know, insects are still twitching. I always crush them, even though I don't like the feeling of it underneath my foot. Sometimes I would kill an ant that obviously can't hurt me. Yeah. And instantly feel regret. And I be do like, that all the time. And then instantly think we're ants to the universe. I know. They're like these little bugs that crawl around all over on that counter. All over. Like microscopic, but they're little bugs. And I sometimes I clean the counter and I have to kill them just by smoothing over the counter. And I feel so bad because they're just trying to live. I said to the bee as I was burying, burying it, I said, bee, you were just being a bee. You yeah. did it, and that shark the other day was just being a fucking asshole, and we should go find it and kill it. Seriously. They're trying to kill it. I know. And I bet you anything Simon would not want that. Simon said not to kill it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a Simon Says joke? Yeah. All right. Were you good at Simon Says? No, I hate it. Simon Says, touch your nose. Simon Says, touch your eye. Touch your eye. Oh, wait. You can't Wait, you <laughs> I, I'm Taint. out. I was already doing Ta- it. Taunt. Touch your taunt. 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 Touch your horse said, touch your taunt. Okay, guys, we got to go. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. It'll be Wednesday. I cannot wait. You guys are great. Have all the swells. Don't be cut and jazz. Jazz. Yes. Pollock. Pollock.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they are in 150 cities worldwide. You gotta check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.